Teresa, don't give me and the listeners too many facts. Why not? It'll just confuse us. Itch manners. husband host Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host Teresa McElroy. And you're listening to Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. Hello my dove. Hello dear. Hey right off the top. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who came out to our shows. Uh, well did we. Uh, just what? the one. Just the one. <laughs> no we did one in Orlando too. Did we thank oh. people for that? Oh no. I guess we so didn't. Thank you for the people who came out to Orlando and thank mm-hmm. you for the people mm-hmm. who came mm-hmm. out to London. And thank you if there was anybody who came to both. Whoa. Whoa. Mind blown. We had a great time. We also had a great time in Dublin. Mm -hmm. Didn't do a show there, but we just hung out. It was absolutely lovely. Uh, But now we're back state signed. In this weather, huh? Uh, hmm? Not as good as across the pond. You know, there are people who would disagree with you. Those people would be wrong, of course, (laughs) because it was like a little cold and a little rainy and very gray over in London and Dublin. It was like a beautiful fall. I loved all it the time. so much. It was. It was like a hint got, of fall. And we got back here. It's all hot and stuff. And I don't care for it. I don't care for it. Oh, man. I'm looking forward to fall. It's going to be great. And so, um, in so honor of fall, weather. we're going to do a special episode about Confucius. <laughs> I don't know what the tie-in is there, but I honestly don't know anything about Confucius. There's no tie-in. It's okay. Okay, cool. The only thing I know about Confucius is that, and I hope that this joke is dying out, but for a long time, like, the, the joke was, like, especially if you had a character who you, you were making very stereotypically Asian, they would say something like, Confucius say, and then something that obviously Confucius never said. Right. That, you know, like some kind of pun or joke or something. That's all I know. I haven't, I have not heard of that joke in a very long time but i do know the joke you're talking about i hope it's dying out because it's uh so incredibly offensive on a lot of levels yeah one um offensive to i don't know everyone like it's (laughs) well so here's the thing confucius said a lot of things and quotes are inappropriately tied to him constantly but I'm pretty sure if, if when I was like seven or eight, just based on like cartoons and like old comic books and stuff, if you would ask me who could, I wouldn't have believed that it was a real person. Mm. Like that it was like. You just thought it was the butt of a joke. Well, the same as if you said like, what does Popeye say? You know, like that I just oh, thought okay. like Confucius was some kind of made up character that was there to make jokes about things he had said, you know? Oh, well, no. No, I mean, no, no I know that no. now. I'm not a child anymore. I've put away such childish <laughs> things. I have a house and a baby and a car now. I'm an adult. Okay. Okay. You keep telling yourself that. Oh. oh. All right. So Confucianism. Um, when I first thought of this topic, I kind of wavered back and forth because I wasn't sure if 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 this would be more a religious topic or mm-hmm. a social topic and um overwhelmingly from my research 
it is categorized as a system of social and ethical philosophy okay. instead of a religion. Okay. Um, because it is possible for one to follow Confucianism and be Buddhist. Okay. Um, and be Christian or any of these other things because he is not regarded so much as a religious prophet but more as a, like a Benjamin Franklin who just had okay. a lot of who had a lot of great things to say made a lot of sense so you know this what I mean? is and I don't mean to downplay uh, Confucius but this is like if you said um, I'm I don't know Southern Baptist and also, I try to live my life like Dale Carnegie wrote in his books, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind of like that. Um, so it, it might be a little more confusing than that. Okay. Okay. Just, just a little bit because, um, in, in the time of Confucius, uh, who was a real person, let me reiterate yes, this. I know that now. Yes. <laughs> There, there was no such thing as the separation, obviously, be between church and state, um, because emperors were considered emperor gods, mm -hmm. um, and like the priests that they used and had were not like it wasn't their job because they were also parents and teachers and officials and like. You know what I mean? Where it's it's just like a very woven together social fabric. Yes. Okay, great. Um, so about the man himself, his name was actually Master Kong. Okay, his okay. name was not Confucius. Confucius. Uh, that was given to him as kind of like... Like a title almost? No. So you know how like the word avocado is kind of like an Englishization of the word hockle Have you heard about this? No, but okay. Okay. So the, the original name has a sound. And then in English, we kind of just morph that sound together. Uh-huh. So instead of hockle-hoddle, there it is, you change it to avocado. Right? So it's sort of like we say aluminum and they say aluminum. No. No. Okay. No. Okay. It's okay. Okay. Here's another example. Croissant, French, right? Uh -huh. But if you went into a Starbucks and said, "May I have a croissant?" the barista would be like, "What?" So okay. you say croissant. In but English. how did we get from Master Kong to Confucius? Well, okay. So Kong um is the last name. So the last name comes first in ancient Chinese. Uh -huh. So Kong is his last name. And then his first name sounds like Fucius. Kong Fucius. Confucius. Okay. So, but when we say Confucius, we are calling him by the wrong name. We are calling him by... Like if someone called me Tarvis McElroy. And I'd be like, no. well, I mean, that's close. Well, it's like... It's exactly like croissant. It is the thing. The English say croissant. Uh-huh. Even oh, though in you know French this, it's croissant. This is like, I think we've talked about this on My Brother, My Brother, Me before, honestly. But the idea of like, Germany isn't called Germany, but we call it Germany. Like the fact that we have English words for countries and proper nouns that we call them rather than the, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yes. Okay. It, it's weird that we have English translation 
the proper nouns, but this is an English translation yeah. of this person's name. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, and he lived from 551 to 479 BCE. I can't do the math. No, I can't either. Um, but again, this wasn't like a religion that he was founding. He wanted to kind of revive the social aspect of of the uh, of some unnamed religion from the Zhao dynasty. Okay. Um, um, and this was because it was a very tumultuous time, and this kind of you know injustice that was happening was things like people saying why can't the gods prevent social upheavals why can't they prevent um a uh, an emperor from being corrupt why like all this kind of stuff um and so what is the basis for social order is kind of the heart of what confucianism is okay and so um so he wrote down almost kind of like I wouldn't say parables, but they were stories relating to all of these kind of things where he talked a lot about the gentleman, right? Which uh-huh. is this this good that you're supposed to uh, aspire to and the small man, which is the bad, right? I'm trying to remember what it is because I know that in Zen there's a similar thing where it's not, they're called, ugh, it's going to bother me if I don't think about it now. It's uh so Zen Cohen K O A N and it's like um you know one paragraph kind of like puzzle stories of like think on this think about this sure yeah. sure but what so what happened with these these books of what Confucius would talk about is his followers his I hesitate to say disciples. But more like his students, sure, his students, his devoted students, uh-huh. um, wrote down what he would kind of say in answers to their questions. So like, Confucius was just like spinning this off his dome. This wasn't he didn't like sit down to write these things. Somebody would just be like, "What does it mean to be nice to somebody?" He'd be like, "Well," and then he would just like lay down some really genius answer. That is how. The writings are presented. Whoa. All right. So it's almost like notes that the disciples took. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it actually wasn't something that was extremely popular in the day, even though, like I said, he did have kind of devoted students. Um, because one of the things that he would talk about is this kind of uh conflict mm-hmm. between maintaining the status quo on the outside and achieving kind of the perfectness of the inside and when those things don't match up how you have to compensate right uh-huh. and this wasn't something that the the chinese emperor state was really like into because they pretty much just wanted you to do what you're supposed to do right gotcha and, you know, it also doesn't surprise me that it didn't achieve huge popularity at the time because I think 
with philosophy versus religion, a lot of times, and this isn't an attack on religion whatsoever, but religion tends to promise something, usually salvation or some kind of like... Enlightenment or yeah, something. Yeah, or reward of some kind. Whereas philosophies about like social ethics are usually just like, and this is the right thing to do. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, but what do I get? No, you know, it's just, this is the right way to behave. Yeah, but like... What do I get? So this process is described in The Great Learning, which is a section of these classic rituals that he's written or was written about him. Only when things are investigated is knowledge extended. Only when knowledge extend is extended are thoughts sincere. Only when thoughts are sincere are minds rectified. Only when minds are rectified are the characters of persons cultivated. Only when character is cultivated are our families regulated. Only when families are regulated are states well governed. Only when states are well governed is there peace in the world. Well, I see very much where ruling people would be like, oh, I don't like well, that. I don't, like I don't very much. Mm, No, just we're doing great. Don't worry about us. Yeah. Um. So it was kind of this cyclical nature, right? So like. Things are good with your your mind and your family and your home and your community and your state and your government. Like it's just well, you know then everything I mean? is connected to each other. And it's I, I I mean to simplify this, it kind of sounds like if something is wrong, it's not just one thing. It's that all of these things are connected. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so really, uh, it only became big. Way after he died, so... Um, what, he died? Yeah, You can't sorry. just spring that on me, Teresa. You didn't even, like, give it a soft lead-up. Well. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, under Emperor... Um, Han Emperor Wu, which was during uh, 140 to 87 BCE, um, did, they, did people start to accept Confucianism as, like, state ideology? Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like I said, you could still be whatever religion, but these were just kind of like the social business. See. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. Here's how it relates to manners. Okay. <laughs> how far are we in? Like, I'm sorry I took so long. Six hours. Yep. Um, along with all of these kind of questions about what is love, what is happiness, how do I treat people, all this kind of stuff. In there are all these tiny little nuggets, right, about character building and about treating each other. Um, he doesn't say treat people how you want to be treated. It's the, the negative of that. Do not do to people what you wouldn't have done to you. you yeah, more I mean? of a don't. Yeah, more, more of, of a, a don't. don't. We like to speak in do's, though. Well, you say that, but then we had a two-year-old, and... <laughs> yeah. Um, but these are developed through ritual, and I think this is how it really relates to manners and etiquette in our day, because we have so many of these little social rituals that mm -hmm. we go through day in and day out, like, oh, hello, how are you? And you say... I am fine. How are you? And I say, I'm doing great. Have a nice day. And I say, okay, bye. Yeah, something like that, right? And I say, oh my God, you're on fire. No. Well, so these yeah. are these are the things that he, that was described in his book in kind of like 
this search for continual perfection. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, and not only that, what I, I love about this, and it's something that has kind of been occurring to me over time as we've looked at historical manners and etiquette and that kind of thing, is that it used to be a thing that not only did people think about all the time, that they, like, actively practiced, that they, like, when you were in school, like, you would go to school and be taught like place settings and stuff if Mm -hmm. you were in you know the type of class that needed to know that kind of thing and it's not something that we actively think about as much anymore and then we are like confused when it doesn't just come to us in the moment like right i didn't know how to deal with this situation it's like yeah of course you you haven't practiced it Mm -hmm. and what confucianism runs a lot of zen in the same way of like it's a practice it's a thing you think about all the time it's not just going through the motions but it's the idea that um, you give your full attention to these relationships that you cultivate, yeah. parent, child, um, spouse, teacher, all of those things, your full attention. And like anything, be it sports or music or theater or anything, cooking, you practice it so that when the situation arises and you need it, you don't have to think about it or choose what to do. You have already like thought about it and what happens in the moment is much more instinctual. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that's the thing is I started doing Zen and I I hate to keep comparing the two because I have no idea how they compare. But when I started doing Zen, I did it because I was like, oh, I get frustrated and I get, you know, worried and I wouldn't be able to let go of that. And I thought it was going to teach me like tips and tricks on how to mm-hmm. deal with that stuff. <laughs> but it was rather like, no, by thinking about it all the time and like practicing and doing the work it has made the kind of base level a lot easier to deal with you know what i mean rather than like oh it's a breathing technique no this is like okay i i am prepared for this moment and it sounds to me a lot like that's what confucianism is like when you have teaching that means you have studying and you study so that you know what to do right um not to say that this kind of like practice didn't extend to even the mundane right because there were uh, uh, confucius outlined rules for eating according to ancient ritual um and it was just this kind of this mindfulness again that you were talking about yeah well um i would like to get into some of those teachings but before we do i'd like to say a thank you note to our sponsors We have some thank you notes this week, but also uh, we've been joined by our cat. So (laughs) if you hear something rubbing against the microphone, it's either my beard or it's Willow. It's one of those two. Maybe both. Um, She she needed some attention. I guess she's been outside the door crying a little behind the scenes. All right. First, first thank you note to Sunbasket. It's a well-known fact that here in the McRoy house, and I believe in all McRoy houses across the world, That we are fans of the meal subscription box, and one of our favorites is Sunbasket. Here's what I love: Sunbasket one, it's simple, and it's good. Oh, that's two. That's two. Oh, you're right. But here's the thing: it ends up with this like super fresh, really. Uh, this isn't a flavor, but the only word that pops to mind is bright, like a bright okay. flavor. You know? Sure. Um, and it's easy, it's convenient, and it's delicious. I really love that the packaging is so simple. Yes. And, like, recyclable. Yes. Which is great. Um, I love how all of the ingredients are bagged up together. Yeah. And so you don't have to, like, hunt through your drawer for, you know, 
I don't know, garlic or scallions or whatever. You know and, what I mean? And a lot of the meals are like 15 to 30 minutes of prep. You yeah. know what I mean? And then they're done. It's incredible. And it ships right to you. You don't have to go to the store. Um, and it comes with responsibly raised meats and seafood. It's directly to your door. And you can pick from, get this, 18 weekly recipes with options for paleo, gluten-free, lean and clean, vegan, diabetes-friendly, and more. Ooh. So get $35 off your first order at sunbasket.com slash schmanners. That's sunbasket.com slash schmanners for $35 off sunbasket.com slash schmanners. We also want to talk about Trinova. Yeah. So um, they sent me some products, and let me tell you about them. Um, they are specialized cleaning products for things uh, around your home and in your auto. Your uh, automobile. Automobile. Your automobile car. Um, and according to some of the stuff they sent me, some of it is derived from natural materials where it's non-toxic and some of it isn't. So you do need to make sure that you you read your labels carefully. Um, but let me tell you, their like general cleaning cleaner is non-toxic. So it's safe around kids and pets. It smells great. It does. I love the way it smells. It, it smells, smells like so an expensive hotel. Yes. And I also find their glass cleaner to be very effective, which yes. is great because little fingers make lots of smudges. <laughs> Not just little fingers, but also little animal noses on windows. Yeah, on windows. And, uh, and we have these lights that are right above our stovetop. And so you get like some grease on it and stuff. They it, do great. So easy. Made it super, super easy. Um, they even include with some of their products, microfiber cloths that really work very well with their products. Um, and it seems that they have something for everything. There's the glass cleaner. There's the multi-surface. There's the, there's like a special wind, like, um, what is that? Uh, shower door protector. There's stainless steel coffee options, maker coffee maker cleaner. If you need to clean it, they have something for it and they're great products. They're very easy to use. Um, and like, I, like I said, the multi-surface smells amazing. Um, and you can visit our custom landing page at gotrinova.com slash schmanners. That's G-O-T-R-I-N-O-V-A dot com slash schmanners. And use the promo code MANNER20 to get 20% off their first Trinova products. That's MANNER, M-A-N-N-E-R-2-0. And you can get 20% off your first Trinova products. We are also sponsored this week by Mod Cloth. Um, it's... The fun, friendly spot for style that's as expressive and unique as you. And I just checked out their autumn lines, which are so, so cute. It's a, It's got a really stylish spin on the season classics like blazers and jumpers and lots of plaid. Mm-hmm. I know you love the plaid. I do enjoy and plaid. And they have all of these looks in a variety of sizes, um, ranging from extra, extra small to 4X. One of the things I really like about Mod Cloth is I have a specific style. I have a specific <laughs> set of skills. And um, one of the, the drop-down tab menus for uh, I really like to buy dresses from Mod Cloth, I'm not going to lie. They have a specific vintage-inspired filter. Oh, that's right up your alley. Which shows everything I love all on one page. Um, and... By vintage, they mean like all the way from the 30s to the 80s. It's all there. 
And right now you can get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more by going to M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com and enter code SCHMANNERS at checkout. Hurry, this offer expires on December 8th, 2018. That's modcloth.com and use the code SCHMANNERS at checkout. Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Whether you are a parent or just know kids exist in the world, join us each week as we honestly share what it's like to be a parent. I don't know how to fix mornings for myself. (laughs) I do not know how to make mornings okay for myself. So the t-shirt, I don't do mornings, isn't even a funny shirt. I shouldn't get it for you. It's sad. It's a sad shirt. Yeah, it's a sad shirt with tears flowing. So join us each week as we judge less, laugh more, and remind you that you are doing a great job. Find us on MaximumFun.org, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In a world dominated by dude bro movie podcasts. A world where Casey Affleck has an Oscar and Angela Bassett does not. Only one podcast is brave enough to call bullshit. Who shot ya? With Ricky Carmona. A lot of people don't know Porgs, Puerto Rican. Alonzo Duralde. I would eat Oakjaw. <gasps> April Wolf. I want to interrupt and say yes. that the fish man was real sexy. Drea Clark. I have a real soft spot for King Kong. And women of color. I was like, damn! Right, Kugel got final cut! Kugel got final cut! I just felt like the film was so sour and so completely irrelevant to basically anything in life. Who shot ya? Listen every Friday on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so tell me some things. Wait, before you do. Oh. This is one of those things, as you said, uh, we had to actually get this, folks. Read books. Ah, uh, yeah. Because it's it's hard, as you as pointed out earlier in the episode, misattributed quotes. It's wild. It's Rampant wild. Rampant. Yes. Everywhere. Um, if you thought that a lot of stuff attributed to Benjamin Franklin was wrong on the internet... Multiply that times a hundred for Confucius. So, what are some actual like C- Confucius sayings? Confucianisms? Um, Is that a thing? Mm, sure. Okay. Uh, so, like I told you about the idea of the gentleman, right? Mm-hmm. Who is usually the do-gooder. And so then, the gentleman is like the gallant of the goofus yeah, and gallant. Of the okay. goofus and gallant, and then the small man is the goofus. Is the goofus? Okay. Um. So here's one. Right is the stuff of which a gentleman is made, done with courtesy, spoken with humility, rounded with truth. Right makes a gentleman. Okay. I think that's that's really cool. Right. Well, okay. Uh, What I don't want to I don't want to give off the same vibe that I did a little bit during the Benjamin Franklin episode, because the thing about really wise teaching is that you want them to be. What I think students seek out is they want it to be something like, oh, my God, I never would have thought of that. Sure. But that's not it. Because, like, if I say two plus two equals four and you're like, yeah, like, well, I know you know it. But, like, this isn't about knowing it. It's about learning it. And there's a difference between knowing something and having it, like, ingrained in you. Yeah. So read it for me one more time. 
Right is the stuff of which a gentleman is made, done with courtesy, spoken with humility, rounded with truth. Right makes a gentleman. There we go. Okay. Now hit me with another bit of fried gold. <laughs> here are here are three little nuggets. Okay. Um, Give me some juicy nuggets. Hold faithfulness and sincerity as first principles. Yeah. Have no friends not equal to yourself. Huh. When you have faults, do not fear to abandon them. Okay. Let's talk about those individually because the first one, give me that first one again. Hold faithfulness and sincerity as first principles. Okay. That's great, right? That makes total sense. Way better than like uh, to be entertaining or cool or whatever. Cool. Cool. The second one. Have no friends not equal to yourself. I think I think what this means is um, a rising tide raises all boats type uh-huh. idea where you want to try and and like we're seeking this quote perfection right in this ideal. Right. So if you have friends who are equal to yourself you're not really striving for anything in your life i don't think it's about the negative where like don't hang out with bad people that's what it sounds may- like. maybe it is a little bit because there's but a, there's a part of that though hang out with people who you admire and aspire to be like and like i said a rising tide raises all boats that's the thing it's like we talked about the difference between like a do uh saying or a don't saying right mm-hmm. and like I think this is a don't saying where you would say, like, hang out with people who make you want to be better, right? I think what Confucius is saying is, like, don't hang out with people who make you worse. And, like, I'll say Confucius. Yeah, right? Because the first time I heard it, I thought about, like, it was a status thing or something along those lines. But I think if these are in terms of being your best self, it really does kind of strike me, like, if you've got some friends who are like, they're kind of jerks, but I like them. Like, well, find some people who aren't jerks that you like. Then. Yeah. 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 And then the last one, when you have faults, do not fear to abandon them. I think this really speaks to people like get in the habits of things that seem to be working, but they're not bettering them. You know what I mean? Well, I think more than that, what this struck me as is that sometimes people have a fault and they get it in their head that that's just part of their character and there's like i'm a messy person and it's like you can you can work on not being met like it is not that's it's not like being right-handed or nearsighted like if you are a messy person or like i'm someone who's always late like you don't have to be you don't have to be someone who's always late stop being late for things you know what i mean like don't start don't treat your faults as though they were somehow inherent mm-hmm. to your being. Yeah. Oh, and I found Man, it. I should I found write it. one of these books. I would do this too. Remember the discussion earlier about his name? Yes. I knew I had it in my notes. Here it is. Here it is. Kung Fu Tzu. Okay. Kung Fu Tzu. Fu, fu Tzu. There I, it is. See, I wasn't even going to try to pronounce it because I thought that that would just prove the point of why we say Confucius. I mean... Sure, but that's it's exactly what I was talking about. Where said in the native tongue, it is it is a name, right? But yeah. then people who hear it have taken that name and changed it into something that they can say. Sure, I mean yeah. I get that. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, 
I realize that talking about Confucianism, I haven't really told you much about his person. Uh huh. Do Do you want to know just a little bit? Sure. Oh, okay. How sorry. tall was he? <laughs> Six foot nine. Uh. He was not only a great teacher, but also a star forward. Um. So his father was a well-respected soldier and was a governor of his province, um, but wasn't super wealthy. Um, Confucius married at 19 and held office early on as well. Um, and from that, he became a school teacher. And this is where he started developing his, you know, devoted student following. Um, he was invited to the court and then something happened to his wife. His wife died. I was about to ask what, but I also didn't remember that I'd, this is 2,500 yeah. years ago. So I don't think history should be folded here if we can't remember exactly what happened. But something happened to his wife and she died. And she died. Um, and so he had to go into mourning. And according to the, you know, the time after mourning, you can't take public office again. Um and so he ended up working for as an assistant superintendent of works to the ruler of Lu. Um, and see, the thing is, he lost the support of this ruler um, because of the things that he believed as far as like, yeah, 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 yeah. the teachings. And so he kind of just like wandered from state to state like with his his followers sometimes being treated well sometimes not um and in, then he died what yeah but not before his followers wrote down all his stuff there's a big old book about it okay well everybody go read that book um <laughs> that's gonna do it for us this week i hope you enjoyed this little bio episode if you have ideas for future episodes or topics you want to hear about or just like people's lives especially here's the thing if you know about somebody who you're like they should do an episode on this because no one knows about this person and they should i would love to do some episodes i'm into that so if you have ideas for bio episodes for like lost etiquette manners stars let us know (laughs) um let's see uh we have manners uh schmanners merch up on, up on the DFTB site, if you go to... It is so cute, It too. is so cute by Kate Leff. If you go to macroymerch.com, you can find a Hello Dear, Hello My Dove uh, t-shirt and pin set. And they're super cute. It's got a deer and a dove on there. It's adorable. Adorable. Um, We are going to be at New York Comic Con. Woo! October 6th. Um, We're doing a show. It's me and Teresa. We're going to do some schmanners. Um, and then we're also, let's see, who all's there? I'm actually going to pull up the list because I don't want to miss anybody. I can say, Jean Grey, Quelly Chris, uh, Lucky Yates, uh, Paul and Storm, Janet Varney, Ben Blacker, Holly Conrad, Jonathan Colton, The Double Clicks, Brent Black, Samus the Rapper, Courtney Enlow, Pat Rothfuss, Miles Luna, Amy Dallin, Clint McRoy, Jamie Cordero, and me and Teresa. It's going to be, I'm going to say, a heck of a show. It's going to be a banger. Um, there's going to be music. There's going to be comedy. There's going to be bits and tricks. I don't know. Maybe, who knows? <laughs> and chats. And it's going to be fun. So you can get your tickets at mac, uh, bit.ly slash NYCC. Now, here's the thing. It is part of New York Comic Con. 
But A, you don't need a badge to get a ticket, but you do need a ticket. Right. That's B. Tickets are not included with your badge. So go to bit.ly slash NYCC and we will see you at 730 on October 6th. Um, go check out all the other amazing McRoy shows and all the other amazing McRoy, well, McRoy Max Fun shows, but also <laughs> there are Max Fun shows that McRoy's are not on that you can Those find Those are at, also good. Yes, you can find them at MaximumFun.org. What else, Teresa? Well, we all always do our thank yous for Brent, Brentelfloss Black, the writer of our theme music that is available as a ringtone where those are found. Thank you to Kayla and Wassel for our Twitter thumbnail art. Um, thank you to Keely Weiss Photography for our banner for the fan run Facebook group. Schmanners, fanners. Please go join that group. Lots of great people giving lots of good advice. And that's going to do it for us. Join us again next week. No RSVP required. You've been listening to Schmanners. Manner Schmanners. Get it? MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.